0: guys have an awesome week make it an awesome week let's make this moment wonderful I am Monica Sanzio vegan fit energizing you to be fit healthy happy and free and that's what I hope for you today and always yes to be at your best is priceless and that's why we're gonna talk about Pilates and why it's so good for posture and why I use it all the time in fact I absolutely recommend it and I include it in my program natural yogi Pilates, which I teach On my YouTube channel and many times I just basically show you part of my practice so I teach it in the online programs that I'm creating actually so that you have the tutorial of how to be progressing towards a move and how to be actually adapting whatever it is to your physical shape and fitness and level and just capacity right now meaning that you know Joseph Pilates created it for people who were bedridden meaning that they couldn't get out of bed and obviously through Pilates they were able to move and improve everything from their posture to their mobility and I truly believe in this system that's been around for more than a 100 years and what I'm gonna do is uh, share with you part of one of my favorite books by Brooke Seiler, okay? That's coming up in the next segment. But right now, let me just tell you a little bit about my experience lately with Pilates is that... I decided to incorporate it more into my fitness practice, and even though you may think that I'm always training, no, in fact, I just started increasing my physical fitness, not just the level, but I mean, like the practice, like the minutes that I spend being mobile and actually exercising of some sort, you know? because I was being lazy, I think. And if you're lazy right now, I get it because I, I go there a lot, don't we? And uh, yes, it's more tempting to just watch a movie and be on your couch or on your bed or even on your computer wherever you like to be on it because i've been uh, teaching you office fit as i like to be on my desk in fact i was there on my desk last night uh, actually lying on my desk you have to watch the latest video on youtube okay so whenever you're listening just go to my youtube channel And uh, enjoy. Of course, subscribe and hit the bell notifications, just like on this podcast, wherever you're listening. Oh, wow. What an announcement. I just heard, actually, I read it, that Spotify bought Anchor. So when I say, okay, you can listen on Spotify, it's like you can listen on Anchor, too. It's the same thing right now. I don't know how it's going to work. But I do know that they changed their... Um, how do you call that? You know, the things that we always agree to, it's like their terms and conditions. Okay, so now they're Spotify's. I don't know how everything's gonna change, but in the moment being I'm just walking around and planning my day and I already know what I want and I know what my weekly priorities are, and Pilates is one of them, because if you're lazy, then you could actually stay where you are, even in your bed, okay, because Pilates devised, designed, and really planned a whole circuit, a whole routine, a whole... Really it's a very complete workout what he did and I got the original books from Joseph Pilates because there's there's so many people just you know doing whatever they want and that's okay because I also do whatever I want and I want to have that freedom of movement and freedom of expression but to tell you the truth I'm very purist when it comes to Pilates original moves. And they're not other ones that are super commercial, okay? So just be wary of that. If you want to get to the core of what Pilates really is, go directly to the source, okay? I always go to the root of any kind of challenge or problem, just like I like to go to the root of, okay, where's yoga? What is the meaning of yoga when it comes to... to, Oh, by the way, um, I always say Joseph Pilates was, was very inspired by yoga. That's why they're so similar and many moves in which i see the similarities and they may vary maybe in that yoga may just tell you okay hold that pose and in pilates it's like move around the pose and (laughs) you know and it's not such a pose it's more of a move instead of and the breathing is also different for the most part yet there's so many things in common that i just love combining them and that's why i created Yogi yogilates what that was 20 Wow, 2006? That was like 13 years ago. Yeah, and I taught it at a gym and at many gyms and health clubs, actually. And yes, and now I'm remembering that I taught it to to professors, to actual yoga instructors and Pilates instructors so that they could see the similarities and maybe work around it and, and do their best. Anyway, what I mean is that you can have your own mix. Like, as a professional fitness trainer and coach, fit life coach that I am now, (laughs) I welcome you to the world of Pilates, and for you to know that if you're not feeling so in fitness, maybe it would be great if you started with some Pilates moves, which are so simple, like lifting your leg up, and you know, it could be just your leg, you know, towards your, your chest, like your knee towards your chest, and You can make it really, really simple. And that's what I love to do in my tutorials. I mean, I want to give you the basics, okay, for you to know. Like yoga, I was mentioning when I was thinking out loud because I love doing these brainstorms on my podcast because it's just fun. And I think you enjoy it too because... Uh, You've been sending me some of your messages and most of the people have listened to my podcast tell me that they like the, the mood and the energy and they feel like it's a mix of high energy and also relax and tranquility, which is something that I practice. Oh, and I'm here uh, around my coffee here. I'm going to have less coffee than usual, which is also one of the habits that I changed. Not completely. I don't want to quit coffee because I actually recommend it for our brain health and rejuvenation. Yet, we we can diminish whatever is A little excessive in our lives, and we could increase what is a little bit. uh, How would you say scarce? (laughs) I don't like the word because I like abundance. Okay, so now I am working on abundance of of movements, of exercise, of just being super active. It's like, oh, I want to be jumping up and down all day if I can. And when I have to actually sit and do some deep work, okay, I'll sit, but preferably in a yoga position like I teach you. Whether it's on my chair, on my desk, and there's so many ways. I'm going to be teaching you how to sit on a ball and how that could work for you if the ball is high enough to reach your desk and or you get a lower desk. So yeah, Uh, about yoga is that if you really go deep into it, it's not what, what is being sold to us most of the time, and the seriousness and strictness that I've seen in many yoga studios, I mean, which is okay, because everybody, like I say, is free to do whatever they want with what they have and what they know, yet the core of yoga, the root of yoga is a practice that prepares you for meditation, okay, simple, to the point, and to the spirit, okay, so, I believe that if we are physically strong, flexible, mobile, and resilient, we can actually make a difference in our lives and just be a better version of ourselves. To ourselves, okay? To our family, to our community, to the world, and just have a better contribution, okay, and that's what I mean, Uh, yeah, let's reinvent ourselves in mind, body, emotions and spirit in 2020 that's coming up whenever you're listening because this podcast may be around for 10 more years, I don't know, there will be other technologies I'm sure, yet I hope that some of my work, because I guess uh, everything I did on TV, I think, I wouldn't say it's lost, but I haven't found a way to post it easily, So you may never see it, okay? But the people who watch me on TV do remember me still after so many years, which is interesting. The point is that I love documenting and I love documenting not necessarily my private life. I don't know if I'll ever write or tell you about my private life as such, which is super interesting. (laughs) I, I think that would be a good one. But yeah, I think you're more interested in, okay, what can I get from Monica? Okay, she seems to be fit and happy. Okay, let me learn something from her. And I hope you're here because of that. And there's a reason for you uh, somehow being here to listen to me. And therefore, I'm going to make it as valuable as possible. And I'm going to be telling you more about Pilates. So let's dive in the book. Like I said, I will share with you. And thank you so much for listening. I'll be right back. Mwah! okay here I am from the book Pilates Body Challenge by Brooke Seiler, author of the best-selling the Pilates body this is your ultimate Pilates body challenge at the gym on the mat and on the move and in the chapter called the man the method the movement let's start with the man before we begin a word about the man himself Joseph Pilates who has done so much to influence so many people's lives Joseph Pilates was born in Germany in 1880. A sickly child, he suffered from asthma, rheumatic fever, and rickets. Having a father who was a gymnast and a mother who was a naturopath, ill health wasn't his destiny, however. He began studying anatomy in textbooks and in life, hiding in the woods for hours to watch the movements of the animals. He also studied yoga and Zen meditation. By the age of 14, he had developed his physique to the point that he was modeling for anatomy charts. He went on to become an accomplished accomplished gymnast and boxer you see he did get inspired by yoga which is what i always say okay that was my comment let's get back to the book during world war one he was interned in england while working in a hospital as an orderly he noticed that many patients recovered more quickly if they were given exercises to do Because many of them were incredibly weak, he had devised a number of exercises that made use of the bed springs for resistance. This is the foundation of one of his most famous pieces of equipment, the Cadillac. Ultimately, his series of exercises numbered approximately 500. He named it Contrology and defined it as a complete coordination of body, mind and spirit. The exercises focused on developing the core stabilizing muscles of the abdomen, or powerhouse, which frees the rest of the body for greater mobility and flexibility, ensuring everything is working at its best. Okay, let me correct something here. Um, If they were given exercises to do. Okay, so they recovered more quickly. We're talking about patients who were ill in bed, okay? Isn't that awesome? And we're talking about any kind of recovery. See, because if you're more mobile, you're able to have greater circulation, among other things, right? Better respiration, and if you breathe better, guess what happens? Okay, (laughs) let's get back to the book and the method. The last few years of fitness fads have left us craving something with staying power. While other fitness trends may lack longevity, Pilates has been practiced for almost a century. Joseph Pilates developed his method in the early 1900s, and today it's going stronger than ever. Why? Because it's based on solid physiological methodology. (laughs) Wow, that was a, a tongue twister there. Okay, let me say it again. It's based on solid physiological methodology, not gimmicks. This section looks at a couple of Pilates principles that support the ongoing Pilates challenge. Taking responsibility. Pilates believes that you have a personal responsibility for your health, that extends beyond an hour's workout. Incorporating Pilates principles into every area of your life brings your fitness awareness to another level and subsequently allows everything you do to contribute to your well-being and consequently, your self-esteem. When you're off the mat or out of invisible workout mode, you can still do more. Is there some health research you've been meaning to do? Eating habits that you've been wanting to incorporate? A fitness class you've been meaning to try? The responsibility for your health begins with you. Your mind is a muscle. The concept behind the challenge is in metaforming. Pilates believed that it is as important for your mind to be engaged as it is for your powerhouse to be engaged. In other words, mind and body, not mind or body. Pilates learned from everyone and everything around him. For example, one of Pilates' mandates was to watch how animals move their economy of motion, their seeming effortlessness, their total body control, their ability to stay injury free. I challenge you to do the same. What can we take away from their innate intelligence? Similar challenges appear in special challenge sections throughout the book, which are designed to take your mental and physical workout to the next level. I have also employed a fail-safe way to add enjoyment while boosting the efficiency of your workouts through my system of creative visualization. Metamorph, Metaforming, okay, this is a Brooke Seiler speaking, yeah, I love her books, okay, I already told you that, right? Okay, so let's continue. My method, Metaforming, using our minds creatively is a power we all possess, yet exercise infrequently. I have found that when I use creative visual metaphors to highlight the essence of the exercises, clients' bodies conform faster to proper physiological form, hence the concept of metaforming. As the child of incredibly intuitive parents and a father who taught me to think warm on the coolest of days, I was designed to use creativity in my Pilates practice. Oh, that's interesting. In the coldest of days to think warm. Okay, my comment. That reminds me of The Science of Getting Rich, the book that I summarized for you on my latest podcast. And that's interesting because it's like maybe you're not feeling so well, but you can think health, even even when you don't feel as healthy, right? So isn't it cool that that you can actually think warm when you're cold and you can think truth when you're seeing that there's no truth (laughs) or or when there's no wealth and then you can see abundance, right? Instead of seeing what you're apparently seeing, right? Um, So that's interesting and that's one of the hardest things to do, to think truth in the appearance of the opposite, whatever it is. Health, wealth, even love. I mean, think love even though they're doesn't seem to be love around, but there is, right? So you just have to think about it. And meta meta-forming is what she's talking about. So yeah, let's continue. I was destined to use creativity in my Pilates practice. In fact, my older brother, Todd Seiler, took creative thinking to its ultimate degree by developing an entire educational system with a metaphor as its central theme. Thinklikeagenius.com Whereas Todd has employed the metaphor, I now wish to formally introduce the metaform, the mental use of visual and verbal metaphor to spur the body to achieve proper form. Ooh, I love that. (laughs) That was me. By using the visual metaphors, your body will respond faster to the task at hand. If I tell you to. In quotes, use the contraction of your abdominal muscles to stabilize the muscles of your spine as you perform an exercise. You may very well be able to do that. However, if I tell you to imagine you have a corset clinched around your waist, securing your center, chances are that you will not employ more muscles to create the feeling. You will not only employ more muscles to create that feeling of what you imagine, but you will also use the muscles with proper form. This inevitably creates a more efficient, effective use of your workout time. Now, I know some of you may be asking, what if I'm not creative or an imaginative person? You soon will be. I have provided hundreds of visual and verbal references to get what you started. Okay, remember, the more you exercise your mind to think creatively, the better at it you will become. Let's continue. More isn't better, better is better. Pilates believed in working smarter, not longer. As he said, never do 10 pounds of effort for a five pound movement. This is the same principle behind the Pilates Conscious Cardio Circuit and Pilates Mat Work routines. We've all heard people boasting about how much time they've spent on the treadmill or climbing endless stairs to nowhere. With the Pilates Conscious Cardio Circuit, because you are moving with awareness from the get-go, you don't have to keep on and on. You burn more calories in a shorter amount of time, which means you can be leaving the gym for a guilt-free dinner and a movie (laughs) while others are still spinning their wheels. Engage in your powerhouse to lengthen, strengthen, and disengage from your pain. Pilates believed in training the body to move with grace and efficiency all the time. To that end, the Pilates secret is, and always has been, the powerhouse, which in today's vernacular has become known as your core, in quotes. In days of yore, when the Charles atlases of the world were advocating strengthening your core through thickening or compressing your center to secure your low back, Joseph Pilates recognized that the internal organs housed within that area were being compromised. Slouching upsets the equilibrium of the body, resulting in disarrangement of various organs, including the bones and muscles, as well as the nerves, blood vessels, and glands. Proper carriage of the spine is the only natural way to prevent against abdominal obesity, shortness of breath, asthma, high and low blood pressure, and various forms of heart disease. This is actually from the book Your Health by Joseph Pilates. Yay! By strengthening these core powerhouse muscles and using that strength to help lengthen the surrounding muscles, many things are achieved. Posture is improved by strengthening the stabilizing muscles of the spine, digestion and circulation are improved through the newfound length and space around the internal organs. The waistline is slimmed and whether or not weight loss is your goal, your clothes will soon begin to feel loose around your middle. In essence, contracting your abdominal muscles, lifting them in and up your spine, will serve to become the new state of awareness within your body, and anything less will feel uncomfortable, tired, or sloppy. You will learn to use your lungs to breathe laterally in such a way so as not to disturb the secure foundation of your engaged powerhouse. While this may seem hopeful at best for you now, it will soon be as natural natural as taking the breath itself by simultaneously contracting our abdominal oh my goodness what's the matter i'm sometimes i'm like okay monica focus i get a little bit out of focus sometimes and you can tell but it's okay i'm not perfect as you know never perfect even though i'm a recovering perfectionist and i will just continue to breathe and to finish this paragraph and we'll take a little break and then i'm going to have something to drink and i'm actually going to do some pilates movements okay <laughs> This may seem hopeful at best for you now, it will soon be as natural as taking the breath itself. By simultaneously contracting our abdominal muscles as we lengthen our spines, we create a strong foundation built to withstand the weight of your body throughout the tasks of your day. By using our power centers, we eliminate wasted energy, inefficient and potentially dangerous movements, and a flabby tummy all at once. I love that. Yay. Congrats, congrats. I love it, love it, love it. And yes, oh my goodness, there's so much I would like to share. In this podcast, I might share a little bit more about the movement itself and the eight guiding principles for your ultimate Pilates body challenge. Would you like that? Okay, let me know. You can leave a voice message, remember, and yes, you can also DM me someplace. Okay, I'll be right back with much more on Pilates. Pilates, Pilates. I'm back with my mic on so that the outside noise won't get in my recording and I'll also be more focused having done some things that needed to be done including getting some hydration and I got some lemon water and a little bit of coffee yes as I said I am improving my habits and now I'm actually sitting in a squat position okay on a chair in front of the I would call it a desk right now (laughs) but it's just the table outside in my porch so yeah you could see it in many of my videos and I'll be using this for my fit office videos as well I'm thinking about that it's like so many so many different ways to sit that could be outside your comfort zone outside your familiar zone but absolutely really really into inside like all in to what you really want which is to be fit right healthy yes happy yes free yes have freedom of movement and be independent which is priceless so let's talk about movement and get back into Brooks Eilers book which I love so much okay the movement uh, we're talking about Pilates here Pilates meaning Joseph Pilates referred to his method as the art of control. How do you want to say that? Like control or contrology? The study and science of controlled considered movement. Well, this is interesting and important, by the way. I used it in the introduction of yogilates, in which I said, you know, he didn't call his method Pilates. He called it contrology, okay, which is what we are talking about. And let's continue reading here. Yes, the study and science of controlled, considered movement. Regardless of the activity, some similar elements always remain in play. Stability, slash mobility, resistance, slash opposition, leverage, articulation, and balance familiarizing yourself with these <laughs> along with the eight guiding principles of your ultimate Pilates body challenge will ensure that no matter what you're doing you're applying Pilates workout enhancing principles they are the foundation on which all the method is laid so we have to familiarize ourselves with these eight guiding principles of your ultimate Pilates body challenge okay I, this is interesting because yes Let's see the balance, the intuition. Okay, I might read the whole thing, so let's go. Concentration. It is your mind that wills your body to work. Therefore, pay attention to the movements you perform and how your muscles respond to the attention. Control. True muscle control means no sloppy or haphazard movements. Center. There is a large group of muscles making up our centers, our abdominals, low back, hips, and buttocks that are termed the powerhouse in Pilates. All energy for the movements of Pilates initiates from the powerhouse and radiates to the extremities. Precision. To leave out any detail of a specific movement is to lose the intrinsic value of the exercise. Therefore, choose the focus on doing a single precise and perfect movement over many half-hearted ones. Breath. By employing full inhalations and full exhalations, you are expelling stale air and noxious gases from the depths of your lungs and replenishing your body with fresh air to energize and revitalize your system. Fluidity, dynamic energetic movements replace the isolated and static or quick and jerky movements of other techniques. A focus on grace and economy of motion is emphasized over speed and ultimately the movements should feel as fluid as a long stride or a waltz. Imagination, it is the body that follows the will of the mind, therefore using verbal and visual metaphors to create perceived resistance will increase efficiency and results. Intuition, listen to your body, it does know best. Love it. Okay, now we're going to get into stability, mobility, right? Resistance or opposition, then leverage, articulation, balance, and the whole new you. Okay, so... Let's do that in the next segment. Okay, I'll be right back. Stability slash mobility. In essence, something moves while something else stays in place. Imagine a spring-loaded door as on your refrigerator or oven. When you open that door, the refrigerator itself stays still. It is stabilized by its weight. The stabilization allows for the mobility of the door. If the whole fridge moved as you tried to open the door, you wouldn't ever get to those leftovers. Well, the body works in a similar fashion. That is, the more effectively you can stabilize one part of your body, the more efficiently the moving part will work to achieve the goal. The double straight leg stretch is a great example of this concept in action. The goal of this stretch is to sufficiently stabilize the torso through the powerhouse to allow the legs to move freely in the hip joints. It is in fact the act of stabilizing the torso that triggers the correct powerhouse muscles to work and diminishes the need to grip through the leg muscles. Most people looking at this exercise might think that it was meant to work only your legs as it's the leg muscles that are engaged and moving. But what makes Pilates so efficient is what you don't see working, the upper, middle and lower back, the abdominals, the buttocks, or butt, and even a good bit of neck and arm strength to help counterbalance the weight of the legs as they are lowered. This is why, performed correctly, the exercises of Pilates work every muscle in the body from the tips of your fingers to the tips of your toes. I am excited, I love it. Okay, resistance slash opposition. The resistance and opposition are quite possibly the most important elements of all for achieving the potential length strength and stretch of the pilates body it is the power of a body as it acts in opposition to the pressure of another force picture stretching a rubber band as if you were about to shoot it across the room The stretching action works only if the two ends of it are being pulled away from each other. In other words, if you try to pull a rubber band with one finger and do not attach the other end to something stable, it won't stretch. You'll just be moving a rubber band through space. The body works in a similar fashion. That is, if you pull two of its parts away from each other, you'll feel the stretch. To so add to this equation, the more resistance you create with your muscles pulling in two different directions, the more stretch you'll achieve and the harder the muscles will work. Oh, the harder the muscles work. Yeah, of course. Awesome. Okay, that's me. <laughs> and take the roll up I wish you could see these uh, moves but I'm going to right now I'm reading so I can't really do the vidcast but I would like to, for you to of course refer to the book but also you know next time I have a Pilates um, video I want to show you that leg stretch that I use, usually do a lot a lot so in this case it's the roll up that we have done in the latest Pilates exercises maybe I'll refer to those and I'll tell you in which oh my goodness this would be total organization for me to tell you exactly on which minute and second you can actually find that move okay which is the roll up it's an example of creating resistance and opposition we know that when reaching forward for your toes an automatic stretch is created what you may not know however is that the resistance you can create from that powerhouse will enhance that stretch and strengthen your muscles simultaneously. Wow, it's raining! I gotta stop right now, you guys, and I'll be right back. Okay, I can't help myself but continue because I love this about resistance versus opposition, okay, so take the roll up as an example of creating resistance and opposition. We know that when reaching forward for your toes, an automatic stretch is created. What you may not know, however, is that the resistance you can create from your powerhouse will enhance that stretch and strengthen your muscles simultaneously. For example, if you imagine being pulled back in your center as you try to stretch forward, instead of merely hanging over your thighs you can create a greater stretch with more muscles engaged the biceps curls with the band this is on page 67 of this book is a great example of creating resistance with a rubber band we know that by standing on one end of the band while pulling up on the other there's an automatic resistance that is created what you may not know however is that if you imagine resistance as the band is lowered the muscle elongates as it works of course simply releasing the upward force on the band will return it to its standing or starting position but that doesn't require any work on your part and that's just not Pilates okay taking it a step further learn to create resistance where there is none that is remove the band entirely but create the same force of resistance as if it were still there I often tell clients that their muscles don't know the difference between a 10-pound dumbbell and 10 pounds of imagined resistance. The muscles will react to whatever your mind tells them is there. Using this creative tool throughout our workout or your workout is what creates the length and stretch of an active muscle, and it requires the will of your mind over your body. I like that. Will of your mind over your body. Yes. Now, I will hopefully be pointing to my videos where I show these moves and or of course you can refer to the book but these are like basic Pilates moves and the one of the biceps I've done so many times with different elastic bands and tubings and yes it is true it's like you have to keep the resistance all the way through although the greater resistance is when you actually flex your elbow for the biceps contraction so that's interesting to discuss maybe on another podcast right now let me finish this chapter on leverage articulation balance and a whole new you two forces that act in parallel and opposite directions create leverage imagine slowly pulling on the ends of a wishbone The tension that is created from that pull is manifested in the center of the wishbone. Now apply that to your body as it is pulled in parallel and opposite directions, as in the exercise called teaser three, when you are returning your body to the mat from the V position while simultaneously stretching out to full length. If you simply lie back down, you will still have worked your stomach muscles a bit, but if you create leverage by reaching your arms and legs to opposite sides of the room, And imagine you're being pulled, you'll engage all the surrounding muscles as well as create length in your waist. As it's unlikely you'll ever have two actual forces pulling you in opposite directions, you will need to create this sensation by using the force of your imagination. The breathing exercise is also a great example of leverage. This is on page 146, the resistance you need to create with your arms lowering is directly proportional to the force with which you raise your hips I'm thinking about this myself if your arms come racing down without working as a lever to the lifting of the hips you miss out on the ancillary benefit of toning your arms and also lose the control so integral to proper Pilates form very lovely and I love her explanations and so interesting too okay that was my comment let's continue articulation articulation is the jointed connection of parts so that motion is possible a great example of this and one I love to use is the spine stretch forward imagining your spine as a bendy straw is a near-perfect depiction of the ways in which you can visualize articulation so that you create a more effective exercise Hmm. in the spine stretch forward While it is possible to effectively articulate your spine by simply bending forward what we're looking for is the greatest amount of space you can put between each vertebrae vertebrae each joint of the bendy straw as if it were to lengthen the muscles of the spine and create breathing room for your organs to achieve this you must really use your powerhouse muscles and imagine yourself Lifting up and over a large ball or anything else that helps you feel the lengthening of your spine From this position try to roll your head down to the mat without losing any of the length of space between the vertebrae Wow, love it Woo, Exciting. I'm gonna be using this more in my practice because sometimes we forget like I was taught this when I did the certifications and in my own workshop, I have taught this, but then sometimes you just get into the practice and you forget to create that space between the vertebrae. So let's do it. Not only is this more challenging, but you'll find that proper articulation goes hand in hand with resistance and opposition in creating a longer, leaner, more flexible you. Balance. Balance is a state of equilibrium between equal opposing forces. Let's call on the word opposition again and see how it figures into exercises requiring balance. Even though balance is required for what we consider to be the simple acts of walking and sitting, after toddlerhood, most of us take it for granted because so few of our daily activities really challenge our balance. In Pilates, the exercises ask you to challenge the notion of balance being easy. In classic math exercises such as rolling like a ball, open leg rocker and a seal, you're asked to question. And control the muscles necessary for balance. Let's take the new challenge of a stomach massage (laughs) on page 114 to dig a little deeper. While sitting on your tailbone, imagine shrinking the floor down to the size of a thumbtack and feel how much control your powerhouse needs to exert to ensure that the weight from another part of your body doesn't pull you off your seat. Oh, let me practice that. So I was on a a squat as i told you at the beginning of the podcast and now let me actually do that because it's like sitting on your tailbone okay and then your seat gets smaller and smaller so you actually do have to balance oh feels so good okay <laughs> so yeah you have so much control you'll find that you are pulling your powerhouse in opposition to many muscles at once to achieve the state of balance. After a few more concentrated repetitions, you may have a whole new appreciation for standing upright. Yes, love it. And finally, a whole new you. Can you hear the storm? I tell you, it started raining super hard and I'm kind of, woo, excited. I love the rain. And I'm just so excited for the herbs and the fruits and the veggies that we're planting. So yes, they'll get their water and that's okay. I can sunbathe tomorrow. Because sunbathing is something that I also started including in my daily practice, or at least three times a week, hopefully every day, at least ten minutes, it's a good one. Besides, when I'm out in the sun, I'm like, oh, finally, I take a little break, because I'm very active, as you may imagine, yet we all need rest, you guys, we all need healthy breaks along our day, and I always uh, remind you of that, don't I, especially with the office fit. And yes, I believe, okay, so going from my squat, I believe so many things, right? But I believe in Pilates and I believe in this method and I love this book and that's why I'm sharing it with you. And the uh, last part, I'm gonna, it's just two paragraphs of a whole new you, I'm gonna read to you. And I'm actually gonna be sitting on my tailbone <laughs> uh, the way that actually requires balance. Uh, no, that way I couldn't really read. But yeah, I'll do something similar. So I'll be practicing some of this meta meta-forming. Okay? We're going to have metaphors in our balance and everything that we've read about the articulation and lately our balance. Okay. A whole new you. Putting all these elements together can lead to a phenomenal change in your body and not just one that you feel, one that shows. Joseph Pilates was one of the first people to use outcome studies, in quotes. He'd take pictures of his clients when they began and then photograph them a few weeks later to show results. Today, before and after photos are a hallmark of every beauty magazine, but in Pilates time, it was a revolutionary notion. Uh, at Reab Pilates, my studio in New York City, we promise clients a new body in 30 sessions. Is this possible? Yes. And the same is true for you. If you commit to an exercise routine that engages your body, mind and spirit for 30 sessions, I guarantee you will have an after photo that will make you proud bravo 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 brooke Siler, and this book the pilates body challenge actually uh her first book like i said the best i think they're all bestsellers. uh it's the pilates body i have that too and this one is your ultimate pilates body challenge okay so thank you thank you for listening thank you for being here with me and now i'm going to give you the tips and the invitations for us to connect more okay thank you Remember, eat and drink mostly plant-based, towards vegan, you're going to feel so good. I tell you, even if you start with meatless Monday, one day at a time, one meal at a time, one step at a time you guys you're gonna feel so good when you introduce more veggies I started making my kale smoothies thanks to the fact that I found beautiful organic grown uh, locally grown no pesticides and just like wow ah, yes didn't I say organic right non-gMO it's like This amazing kale that I couldn't yet grow in my garden. I'll get good at it at some point in my life, but not right now. I'm not the best gardener. The thing is that, yes, I am eating more kale now. So I love it. Kale with carrots and lemon. And that's like the hardcore smoothie. But, yes, there's sweeter ones when you add bananas and make it really creamy with avocados. And you could mix that kale with anything else you like. So make it fun for you to have those kale smoothies or spinach if you prefer. And I usually just have my own herbs from my yard that I've told you about, including cilantro. So there's many interesting ways in which we can actually add more veggies without feeling like we have to eat this huge salad or eat salad all day. No, 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 no. Vegans like, that are active, like I am, even bodybuilder vegans are eating nuts and seeds And they're eating more legumes meaning beans and lentils I need to buy lentils because they're so easy to cook much easier than beans so I tell you there's nothing that feels better than being plant-based and you know that you're not hurting an animal that you know you're not hurting the planet that gives you a sense of peace it really does so whatever time you take to ever be vegan if you ever want to be you know, just start eating more plant-based, and that feels good, okay? So more veggie soups and smoothies to make it easier for you, and, you know, introduce new fruits even. I have a passion fruit right here that I'm going to eat later, and it's just fun to eat more based on what is natural for our bodies, and obviously not industrialized, nor processed, nor poisoned, (laughs) as we are sometimes when we eat too much sugar, okay? And that's a very good topic, maybe for another day. But definitely, instead of poisoning yourself, you're going to be detoxifying yourself. Not once a year, like in January. That may be commercial, and I get it. It's good for marketing. Yet, I believe we have to be detoxing all the time. Why not every day? (laughs) Seriously. Okay, get moving. Get physical. Move around more. Yes, you got to be active all day, all night, wherever you are. Like right now, yes, I have to be, I don't have to be next to the book anymore, so I can just get up and walk. And let me remind you that it's important to get up and walk every 90 minutes, at least, whether you're sitting at your desk, in your car, maybe you're commuting to work and back, and maybe you can't really stand up, maybe to the bathroom if you're in a train or in a plane, I don't know where you are, but definitely find a way to move and, you know, do those stretches, take off your shoes. I give you many ideas on what to do when you're actually sitting and you're kind of constricted in space. There's still so many things you can do, and like we read from this book, uh, and Pilates, emphasizes the will of the mind. So it's mind over body. You can actually command your body to sit in meditations or to move more. Hey, Monica, you're going to do your weight training, even though you don't feel like it. And then I'm like, yeah, I want to do weight training. I love it. Why haven't I done this? You know, I'm just saying. (laughs) Okay, so... Uh, let me move the microphone. Yes, yes, move around more, dance, jump, whatever makes you happy. And yes, of course, you can consult with your doctor and that, but mostly consult with your doctor if you can actually stop moving. (laughs) That's what I always say. It's like, it should be the other way around. (laughs) Instead of consulting the doctor, hey, can I eat something healthy or can I... Can I do something healthy for my body, which is to move it? And then we're doing the opposite. What is that about? It's crazy society, I tell you. We've been programmed wrong. So every time you think something, got to question it. Anyway, I'll have a little bit more coffee later. And I do recommend it. Um, yes, you can listen to my podcast about coffee. And I will make new ones in which I will tell you that the amount of coffee have to be regulated by yourself, when you listen to your body, which is something that I also recommend many times to you, to be intuitive, okay, because your body knows, the body really knows, and we read about that too, and finally, not least, is to stay positive, so focus on what you're grateful for, yes, focus on your outcome, but also focus on what you can control, what is in you to do for this world, what you can contribute, what you can do with what you have right now. And that is something that I've been thinking about a lot because some people are like future-based and fantasy-based. And I get it because I love to just live in my up-in-the-clouds world. It's fun. And it's like being on, on heaven or being in heaven on earth that's my life. I love this bliss. I really do. For the most part, it's fabulous. Yet, we also have to make the best of where we are with what we have and even, you know, the people that are near us, whether geographically, locally, familiar uh, community, you know, and not be putting that down because yeah, I've seen that and and it's kind of sad. It's like, okay, this is not good enough. I need another environment. And I get it because You know, you think that by changing your environment, you can change yourself. But sometimes you can actually change your own environment by changing yourself without actually moving anywhere uh, geographically. I mean, (laughs) that's an interesting point because I I do a lot of research on environment. Like, is it really important to be in a country? And for the most part, yes. But you could also find a way to be in the country where you are and wherever you are, even in, in your out of shape self you know you might kind of hate yourself there but also embrace it it's like at the moment being i am where i am and i may not be as healthy and i may not have the muscles as beautiful or you know strong or i may not do this move very well for instance the pull-up i'm not that great at it Yet, you know, I'm, I'm liking. It's like, I am good at this. I am, I am doing it. I have the discipline and the focus. So find something good. Find the silver lining of whatever you're doing, and your life is going to be so much better for it. So take care of yourself, and yes, be at your best oh, wait a minute. It's been almost seven minutes. Just me telling you all this. That is so basic. But yes, absolutely. Like I said, be consistent. Uh, listen to your body and be perseverant because of you being at your best makes all the difference in the world. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to support me, just click on the support this podcast. Click on that and you can just make a difference with 99 cents a month that means less than a dollar you guys come on support my podcast thank you thank you thank you love you love you love you and yes you could also give it five stars i'd love that kisses and hugs love and light see you soon I don't know how to say this it's like you're gonna listen to me and I want to listen to your your voice messages okay so thank you in advance for your voice message it means a lot to me it means the world to me thank you